We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And welcome back to No Other Pod, episode 2-0. This is episode 20. I'm Jimmy. He's Dan. As always, Dan, what is going on? Dude, not much, man. It's uh, cold again, and I'm, I'm, I don't like it at all. So I kind of wish we were down in Arizona last week with the, with the preseason training, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I know, man. I feel bad, kind of, for the uh, the players. They had to come back for a little bit in between their uh, their preseason training stints, and they're out there in the desert having a grand old time playing soccer and you know nice like perfect weather, and then they come back here and get like three inches of snow. I'm like, what's the deal? Yeah, they're they're at like some nice resort with like a spa and you know hitting the town, going to like a Phoenix Suns game and everything, and then they got to come back to KC and freeze a little bit. How cold is it there right now? Um, let's see. Right now it says it's about 21 degrees. Uh, oh, God, so I would it's... love 21 degrees. <laughs> what's it? What's it at in Chicago? Dude, it's like negative three. Sounds about right. Yeah, um, I'm dying. I might. I I'm gonna pop a Nyquil here, and uh, our goal is to finish this pod before I pass out. <laughs> okay. Well, I think we can do it. Might cut That's it close. A, we... It's a scary One... game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Hey, you know, maybe you on Nyquil, you might might make the the pot a, that extra bit of entertaining. You never know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm bringing it though. I'm here, and I, I I really thought about delaying this recording with you, but we're here for the people, man. We're here to break. We're here to break the news. Break. You're breaking news, actually. I heard today. Oh man, that was like the most accidental news break I've ever had in my life. I was, that was cool, man. Tell was, the people so, what we're talking about. So I went to, you know, I think a lot of you may have seen on, on, on social media or Sporting KC's website, they're opening their new training center. Looks it, badass. It, yeah, before today, it had been called the National Training and Coaching Development Center because they're kind of working uh, in partnership with U.S. soccer, which is amazing. Um, and, and so I think technically that it's still the National training and coaching development center but now they're calling it pinnacle because i guess it sounds cool um (laughs) so did they say why the name change not really i mean i'm guessing you could come up with some marketing reason of it's it's the pinnacle of athletic and medical performance and then u.s soccer is the pinnacle of 
of uh, soccer in America. Like that's probably, if I had to guess, what they're I going guess it's for. It's easier to say than NTCDC. Yeah, that's that's not the greatest acronym, um, but you know, <laughs> so whatever, it's cool. Uh, Pinnacle. So they let um, some media members come and tour it today, which is kind of cool. And um, yeah, and somehow they let you get in there too. Yeah, I don't know. This bum no. shows up. <laughs> <laughs> How'd no, you sneak I, in there anyway? I I uh, I've been been covering Sporting KC for a couple years now for an, another yeah. website. Um, so I, I get media credentials because of that. Um, so I was fortunate enough to to get an invite to go along. Um, and I had seen it once before when it was all under construction, but today I went back and and saw it in its full glory. Um, so we'll talk about that a little bit more in a minute, I guess. But yeah, we're Peter Vermees has given us this tour, and we're we're like standing in this giant state-of-the-art gym. We're all talking with him, and he just kind of like, kind of like casually mentions like, well, yeah, and uh, and Brad Evans, who's uh, who's training with the team right now today was his first day, and like blah blah blah, and keeps talking about stuff, and I'm like, wait, what? Excuse me, like, how does Brad that e- just how's that just come up? Like that's like, that's like if you were like, yeah, I. I brought chili for lunch today. Like that's yeah, so was, random. I was I get I I think what happened and I'm not sure cuz I didn't actually see him. I think someone saw Brad Evans walk by in the hallway and kind of like did a double take like wait, why is Brad Evans here? Um ha. and I don't think that that was like going to be something they really revealed, but when you have media members and cameras and Brad Evans just walks by, I guess Peter Vermees could have just been like pay no attention like yeah, get back in the locker room, Brad. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> but uh, so he just kind of like casually mentioned it. So I'm like, oh, that's an interesting tidbit. So I pull out my phone. Right. And I, I, I just, you know, go out and, and I tweet, you know, Peter Vermees said, former Seattle Sounders defender Brad Evans is training with Sporting KC. His first day is with the team is today. No big deal. So that was like toward the end of the training. And I, we fin- uh, end of the tour, excuse me, we finish. I get in my car. I drive back to work because I have a day job so I can actually, like, live. Um, <laughs> and, and as I'm pulling into my the parking lot at work, I get a text from you, and it's like, hey, man, your your tweet was shared in the cauldron. I was like, oh, yeah. that's, that's kind of cool. So I open up my Twitter account, and there's, like, literally, like, 40-something notifications because apparently, like, Sounders Twitter found it, and they were so sad. Like everyone is oh, of course. heartbroken that Brad Evans is leaving, and then it kind of got out of hand because then like well they don't know I mean he's a free agent right they he's like still negotiating right right well and I guess like I learned this uh, from all of their Twitter mentions um, like the Sounders kind of told him like hey we we like you back but like not for what you were making so you kind of have to take a pay cut um, so I guess he's probably just exploring his options. Um, I don't think Sporting KC is going to throw a bunch of money at him. He made like $300,000 last year. He certainly wouldn't get that with Sporting KC. No, um, he's very, yeah, very highly paid for the amount of games that he played last year. Yeah, for sure. He, he played 11 and started six and he had is back surgery. Yeah. Like it's, oh man, it's not great. He'd certainly be depth for us. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, next thing I know, it just took out like Hurt Gomez retweeted me, and I'm like, what is? Did he really? I got, yeah, I got a little scared. I was like, oh no, like I hope I didn't like break any rules, which I didn't, thankfully. No, but, I don't know. Yeah, not at all, dude. They Peter broke it. He wouldn't have broke it if it wasn't, you know, public knowledge. Right. So. Um, but he probably didn't like, want to break it. That's that's the thing. Like, I don't think he really wanted it out there, but then it kind of got out there. So it's like, well, I might as well run with it. Absolutely. No, dude, you're real news, man. Look at, <laughs> look at the pod, dude. We're we're a reputable source. Is this two weeks in a row? 
This is two weeks in a row, yeah. Um, kind of a big deal. Pay attention, people. Yes, sir. We, we know. We know some people. Know some things. Um, we know some things. We we got. We know. We know things before the things happen. Yeah, that's right. Um, Sounder at Heart picked it up. Uh, their yeah. SB Nation blog. Someone just sent me a link that I literally got right before we came on here. Uh, it's on MLS Reddit. So more sad Sounders fans. Um, okay. So, but yeah, but it actually. Um, it led to an interesting roster question, I guess, if you will. Um, and I have a take on it. I wanted to, to pose it to you. Someone tweeted at me and said, please don't tell me Brad Evans or Graham Zusi are going to block Jalen Lindsay from playing right back this season. Um, oh, I don't know. Interesting. Who, yeah. I, I, I mean, my first thought is, look, man, we had the best defense in the league last year, and Graham Zusi was a huge part of that at right back. You don't go just oh, messing with the best defense in the league. Absolutely, right? dude. Zussi had the legs on him. He he was healthy all year. I mean, it was uh, I, really. I I don't I don't see Jalen Lindsay getting minutes over Zeus. I really don't. No, and and look, Lindsay's great. I think I think he's gonna be fantastic. He's also well, sure. only seventeen. I mean, yeah. he's. I, the, my thought was, look, Lindsay's gonna get his time with with Swope Park this year. He's gonna have his time at some point with Sporting KC. Someone else tweeted back at me, look, Lindsay starting needs to happen sooner rather than later. SKC can't afford another EPB-level screw-up, um, which I think let's just all take a step back. On, like, I love Jalen Lindsay. He's not yet at EPB level. Like, we're not getting no. $3 million offers from Juventus for Jalen Lindsay. So, no, no. It, yeah, give it a minute. I, I get it. You want to play the babies, but... But until Zussi starts, you know, really making bad moves, then, then, then start calling for his job, you know. Yeah. No, I, I I'm 100% with you. So, anyway, that was well, just a funny now. little aside. Now, there, there, we saw two Zussis last year. Okay, Zussi was a monster at right back for Sporting Kansas City. He yes, was not sir. a monster for the U.S. Men's National Team. In fact, he blew some assignments every now and then, and it was. I don't know. It's kind of embarrassing, really. It's like, wait a minute. He, but he's so good at that position for us, and it's just a different system. So it works uh, with Peter Vermees's system. Oh yeah, for sure. And I think it helps when you have a keeper like Tim Melia behind you, who should have been with the national team, I think. But you know, whatever. Um, should have. Just throwing it out there. Um, but then you got, you know, Defender of the Year Icopara with you, and then Beasler's obviously great and set. So I think. The chemistry that back line has, especially with Melia behind them, why in the world would you want to mess with it right now? I just I that that was not our problem last year. So nah, don't mess with a good thing. Absolutely. If if Evans works out, great. We have an experienced defender as as our backup right back, I guess, and that's awesome. Um, if not, we got Colton Storm. We still got Jalen Lindsay who might see some minutes here and there, especially in Open Cup early rounds. So, I don't know. Well, but let's yeah. just put Brad Evans on Swope. <laughs> Sorry, Brad. <laughs> you are getting loaned out to the Swope Park Rangers. Sorry, um, Bradley. Will you accept sixty grand? <laughs> the, I don't even. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, yeah. So that was just a funny little story. But dude, let me tell you, this training center, Pinnacle, whatever it's called. Yeah. I have never seen anything like it. This Dude, were you like just I don't know, were you totally having a big old soccer nerdgasm when you walked in there? 
Oh my god, this is a total game changer. And oh, every man. single person who was in there that was involved with the club said it. You want to know how big of a game changer this was? Let me tell you how, how this quote from Peter Vermees I thought was maybe um, the most impressive quote from the day. He was talking about all the people who've come in and, and toured the facility over the last couple of weeks, and it's still not totally done. They're still like constructing things in there, even though they're they're having their first practice there tomorrow. Um, yeah, for sure. They're they're still doing some decorating. They're still finishing some things in the in in the performance lab, um, and, and and the gym and what have you. But people have been coming to tour. Um, and, and he mentioned someone by the name of David Beckham came by a few weeks ago to just tour Pinnacle. Yeah. And so he's like, you know, David Beckham and and we all know David Beckham. He's walking around and, um, without a shirt on with probably, um, probably saying, just wait until I start MLS Miami. And we're like, okay, (laughs) well, we'll believe it when we see it. Um, right. He says David Beckham's walking around and, and kind of at the end of the tour goes, I've played all over the world. I've played for national teams. I've played in World Cups. And I've never seen a training center like this in my life. Get out. And, unless Peter's lying to me, which I trust him. I don't, I don't have any reason to believe he's lying. Um, but when I heard that, I was like, this is going to do wonders, not only for training for Sporting KC here, and, and, the, and the medical recovery and everything, but player recruitment from around the world. Because, I mean, what's the hardest thing when trying to get people to come to Kansas City is trying to sell Kansas City compared to L.A. or New York or Miami. I mean, like, you and That's I know how cool deal, Kansas man. City is. Our listeners know Dude. how cool Kansas City is. But if you're someone from Europe, you're like, I don't, I don't know, Kansas City. But to have a training center like this, it's it's going to put Kansas City above the rest of the league as far as facilities. Well, David uh, Beckham just put his Calvin Klein seal of approval on it. Yeah, man. And and, and when it's going to, to me, it, it feels like it's almost just going to be like this positive you know, feedback cycle where you start getting players from Europe – like like we kind of have with the 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 Barca B system, and then they start uh-huh. telling their their friends back in Europe, man, these facilities they're unreal, and they're like, oh, maybe I should go check it out. And so that's yeah, why does what, your you know, facility have a barber chair? That's he's not lying. There is a barber there, chair that in barber's the facility. Chair. <laughs> who do you, if you had one guess, who do you think who who do you think came up with the idea for a barber chair in the training center? Oh, is this? Do you, do you know the answer to this? I do know the answer to this. Is it a is it a player? Surprisingly, it's not. Oh, so is it a current on the coaching staff? It is. Oh, geez. Uh, it's not Carey, is it? No, it's the man himself, Peter Vermees. Which really floored me. I was like, Peter Vermees, like Mr. Angry Face, was like, you know what we need? We need a barber chair. And I was like, dude, so he can keep his military cut intimidating year round. Well, he's like he's well, he's walking us around. He's like, you know, soccer players, they care about their haircuts, and True. guys used to bring in their own barber to Swope Park all the time. And so, I'm walking out of the facility one day, and I'm like, guys are bringing the barber anyway. Let's just build a barber chair. So Peter called up the architects, like, hey, we need a barber chair. And like, okay, we'll put in a barber chair. Unless you're so, Zeusy, he like does absolutely nothing to his hair. 
Right. Someone at Zussi was actually there today, and someone asked him, they're like, was it your idea? And he was like, clearly it wasn't. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> but I mean, I know, I know some of the other players out there, they have fun with their haircut. I mean, look, we have a barber chair now. So what I took from that is Paul Pogba's coming to Sporting KC. Oh, snap. You heard it here first. Jimmy's dropping like, rumors. <laughs> Pogba to Kansas City confirmed because I don't think, man, you, I don't like, look, Jose Mourinho is not letting a barber chair in Old Trafford. No, not so. at all. If we can't, if we can't have Zlatan, <clears throat> we'll just have uh, Paul Pogba. It's fine. We'll s- settle for Pogba. We'll find a place for him. It's but. all good. <laughs> he could probably um, be our number nine. It's fine. <clears throat> oh yeah. We, I mean, we need a striker. Let's just put Pogba. Why not? He'll have thirty-seven <laughs> goals a year. Um, Absolutely. And fresh haircuts. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. I, I mean, I don't know where to start. Like, it's got this. Super pitch, which is seven acres of three side by side by side uh, training fields that have Wi-Fi and cameras all around the field, so it's constantly recording. And then fiber optic cables that feed the live video feeds to to monitors around the field, so you don't even have to like run into a classroom. You can be doing a drill, go over, wow. watch yourself, get it corrected by the coaching staff, go right back out there. It's got unreal uh this this performance lab they call it where it'll tell you your body fat uh percentage more accurately peter said than any other machine out there and not only what your percentage is but where your body fat is it's got which i don't want to use it um (laughs) i don't want to use it either i'm not i'm not satisfied with where i'm at (laughs) no it's got this room where he said there's literally only three or four in the entire world where you can run around and do drills and the floor is sensitive to like the pressure you're putting on it so as you're just running around doing these these training drills it's recording this data and it'll tell you oh you're favoring your 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 left leg over your right leg we need it and and then they can take that data and be like we need to rehab this leg a bit or your your stride is slightly off from where it normally is like the stuff they're gonna do is i want to go play so bad i want to be there it's it's crazy and and they're gonna share this hopefully with with the u.s national team you, the yeah. U.S. national team has their own locker there um, that either the men's team or the women's team or the youth teams can use. Um, there's seven total soccer fields there, I think. Yeah, seven total soccer hey, fields. I mean, Are they doing a uh, – I thought I heard this. Are they doing like a rec league over there too, or is that at a different complex in Wyandotte? There's another complex. So there's, there's two big soccer complexes going on. There's like another like – uh, soccer complex that they're building that's not too far away from here. It's really close, and there's okay. going to be like youth teams that play there, and that's where the rec leagues and stuff will be. And like rec- over thirty rec leagues and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I think gotcha. so. Rec leagues. Well, I mean, I wish they'd have old man rec leagues that would let us play on. Well, maybe not because I don't want to then go learn how bad my body fat is and be able to watch myself immediately on camera. Dude, <laughs> I'd want to know, and they'd be like, "Your left foot's awful," and I'd be like, "Tell me something I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> but i mean man it's crazy and then peter was like in in you know his office is obviously overlooking the big fields where they're gonna train oh yeah and he's like he's like you know there's gonna be people coming in here all the time because children's mercy also has training facilities in there rehab facilities um coaches referees who are learning to be coaches and referees in the national system they're gonna be there so peter was like you know sometimes there's gonna be times where we're working we're working on you know tactics for sporting kc that we don't really want everyone to know about um they're private which makes sense so he's like with the push of a button i can entirely black out 
the one half of the building looking at the field, so all of the windows go black. And I'm like, what? Really? Like, we're in, like, some, like, futuristic... Yeah, Peter just can be like, nope, secret. Push the secret button. All the secret windows place. go dark. And no one can see outside. So... What? Who like, would he th- Who would he hide that from? Like, who, who else... Who in there would, like, leak information? Well, so, like, they'll do, like, the... the U.S. soccer coaching license courses, so like the, it's, oh, it's, yeah. it's possible that coaches from other teams might be there to be taking their 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 classes. That's uh, true. Get out of here, Siggy Schmidt. Yeah, we don't need Siggy spying on us. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, I I mean I could go on. Oh, this was the other really cool thing, and and I'm sorry, I'll I'll be done. I know I've been talking a lot about this. It's just so cool. No, it's it's exciting, dude. It's it's pumping me up. So they're gonna have, you know breakfast lunch for the players there all the time catered everything but what's so what's cool is it's when the players walk in they have like a little badge where they badge in and then the badge basically records okay you know jimmy madronda just walked into the training facility well peter can set it up so you know let's say he wants to meet with with jimmy 9 30 in the morning he knows jimmy's going to be there at eight so he'll just set it on like jimmy's calendar if you will you're going to meet with peter in his office at 9 30 Jimmy walks in, badges in to go to the locker room, gets a text message on his phone. Hey, Jimmy, you have a meeting with Peter at 9.30. And then he goes to his locker, and in the locker room, there's, like, monitors with schedules. So they'll just be texting players exactly where they're supposed to go, what they're supposed to do. No one's going to miss anything. I mean, they have this system down from the moment they come off the field for uh, from practice they hand in their dirty clothes. They get a towel. There's a cold uh, shower they hop in. Then there's a cold pool. Then a hot pool. Then they get a sh- It's like an assembly line of efficiency for soccer. And it was just the coolest thing. And I was nerding out the whole time. And dude, I just clearly, I, man, I could go on. I, I oh, and, dude. and we'll 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 go on to some other stuff here. But I mean, Sam McDowell wrote a, a really cool story on uh, KansasCity.com. There's some video there, so so y'all can see some pictures. Go check it out. I think uh, we retweeted it from uh, No Other Pod. Um, if yeah, we didn't, I'll make sick. sure we do. Um, yeah, man, it's 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 insane. So I think I get I think I get a tour as part of my season ticket member renewal rewards. Oh, do you really? I think so. I can't remember what I chose. Um, I either chose that one or I chose the. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember what I chose. I guess we'll see. <laughs> yeah, man. If if any of you listeners get a chance to go see it, go do it because it's unlike anything else you've ever seen. And and I, I'm not joking when I think it's gonna be a game changer. Other clubs are gonna have to come here to study what Sporting KC did to get on their level. Uh, so I'm excited. That's I think exciting, it's gonna help man. with if recruitment. Oh, and with science and stuff too. Like I, I mean helping the players recover better i mean it's it's not everyone has this and it i think it could give us a leg up on the competition this year you know i think so too and and sporting casey actually just got a brand new director of medicine uh, i think that's, that's right. something like that so um you know it, it's gonna be a pretty cool year um i think the team's gonna be super pumped um which starts in like four weeks yeah man it's you know it's going to be here so fast. Um, Zussi and Roger were there real quick, and, and, and they were talking about how much they loved it. Zussi goes, yeah, I think the only thing they uh, they forgot to put in here was a dog park. And I'm like, okay. Uh, he said uh, a dog park? 
a dog park. Yeah, I guess he wants to bring oh, his nice. dogs to practice. Um, no, I think they love they love their dogs, man. I know Roger's pretty close with his too, right? Yeah, man. Uh, he uh, he's always posting uh, pictures of his bulldog. Um, That's awesome. But yeah, it's it, if any of you get a chance to go see the training center, go see it. Um, we've retweeted the the KC Star article from No Other Pod on Twitter, so check it out. It it's pretty cool. Um, All right. Well, hey guys, that's the episode we talked about the uh, train center. <laughs> so we'll see you next week. <laughs> I mean, I could have talked for an hour about it. I did manage to we we limited it to the first twenty minutes. So that's um, all right. We're about halfway done now. What we can squeeze some other news and some other nuggets of knowledge in here. Oh yeah, man, we got other stuff. Um, not the least of which is. Sporting KC is on the verge of officially signing um, Chilean midfielder Felipe Gutierrez. Um, yep, yep. Which, you know, he's a guy who's uh, who's coming over uh, to to not necessarily fill a need per se, I would say, in the lineup, but but to kind of come bolster that midfield, I think. And I don't know. Do you think? I mean, they say he can play anywhere in the midfield. But do you think Roger needs to be worried about whether Gutierrez will take some minutes from him? Man, I don't know. Like I, if you asked me last year, I, I would have said Roger doesn't need to be worried about anybody. But uh, you know, every, with every year comes new worries and new players. And yeah, dude, I think it's really going to push him and make him play a little harder and uh, fight for that spot. You know, Peter loves Roger, but people love this midfielder. People love uh, Gutierrez, um, and the fact that we're stocking our midfield. Like, it's pretty perfect. And no, we didn't pick up that number nine. We'll talk about that in a minute. But our midfield's rocking right now. Yeah, man. With with Johan Crozé, who was our, our sort of Benny Fellhaber replacement earlier. Now Gutierrez, who he he's played for the, the Chile Chilean men's national team. He he played for them in the twenty fourteen World Cup four matches. Um you know he's he's 27 years old. He's not super young, but he's certainly not old. Um, he has experience, and and Chile is a good soccer team, man. Yeah, man. So I I love this because whether he, you know, there's a chance he starts opening day, depending on how quickly he comes in and clicks. Um, he's apparently already in Kansas City. There were photos going around of him at a Kansas City restaurant. I couldn't tell which one, but. So that tells me it's yeah it's yeah just... you you sent that to me and I uh I, I my buddy Kevin had sent me a picture of it too and I was like oh snap everyone's seeing it yeah man so that means what probably by the time we've released this they probably will have announced it um yeah if you're listening to this on Wednesday we we probably signed <clears throat> uh, Gutierrez yep we're we're actually recording this Monday night because of some scheduling stuff so who knows what will happen between now and Wednesday um. But I, like you said, I love that we're stocking the midfield because Roger's not getting younger. We don't. I mean, he played so many minutes last year. Like it started to look like maybe he was just getting a little tired. And and Roger plays his best game, in my opinion, when he can be out there high energy attacking people, being that enforcer. And you can't really do that if you're tired. So now you got. And when he gets tired, he just gets a bunch of yellow cards and has to take a break anyway. Starts punching people. Yeah. Um, now you got four starting caliber at least midfielders between Croze and Gutierrez yeah, and Roger and Ilya. You got rotation coming in. 
That's um, pretty cool. I love it, man. And, and and like you said, we haven't got a nine yet. Um, now I know we uh, we were making kind of a big deal about the the transfer window that was closing last week, and 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 to be clear, teams in European leagues whose transfer window closed. They can still technically sell players to other leagues, so Sporting KC could still buy a striker from any of those teams. The likelihood just really decreases because they can't buy anybody as a replacement. So I'm not really expecting Sporting KC to bring in a striker from a European team, some of the teams they were looking at reportedly. There are still some Scandinavian leagues and some South American leagues where their transfer windows open. Um, so who knows? But But let me ask you this. Do you, Rubio now with Johnny Russell and, and Johan Cruze and Gutierrez and he's still got Gerso. What 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 can we expect from Rubio now that he's going to one have a full preseason training and two a revamped offensive attack around him? What what do we expect? Uh, I don't I don't I don't know if you expect Rubio to be the guy to score everything. I don't think you have to. I think you can really uh, start to rely on these guys around him. You know. Yeah, I think. Um, I think what'll help Rubio most is that he'll get, hopefully, better, more consistent service into the box. I mean, it's hard to be a, a lone striker in a 4-3-3 when you don't really know when and where the ball is going to come from. You, you don't quite have that chemistry. He and Shallow, he had some good chemistry last year, but you know, it, it didn't really feel like he knew to where where he could expect the ball to come from. What I hope True. is when he gets the experience of Johnny Russell from the English Championship, and then Croze and Gutierrez, and now that Gerso's been there for a year, um, I don't know, man. You know, who knows? Rubio, I don't, I don't know that Rubio will be a 20-goal-a-year guy, but if he, you know, bangs in 10 to 12, I'd be, I'd love it. If he gets 15, I'd be ecstatic. Um, I just, I think it'll be interesting to kind of see what this revamped offense looks like and I still and to be clear I still think they're going to try to get a striker if not before the season starts in the summer window it's going to happen it's just when so yeah we just don't know when I mean that's that's the bottom line so we just gotta be patient and uh I think we're probably going to start the season without one if I had to guess I think you're right I I I, I never say never I guess but Never um, say never. <laughs> big Justin Bieber fan, Dan Cooper. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, 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 I don't know. I'm excited to kind of see what what the team looks like with with this roster. Um, and I know we got a question about that from one of our fans. Um, we'll, we'll touch on that in a little bit too. Oh, that's right. Um, you know, speaking of of roster moves, we've been talking about people coming in. But did you see what's going on with Kevin Ellis? Apparently, where he's at now. I saw uh, it when you showed it to me. Yeah, man. He's, he's <laughs> still on <laughs> he's still under contract with Sporting KC technically right now. But Weird. he's on trial with FC Dallas for the preseason. How uh, is that a thing? How can you do that? Hey, I'm on contract, but I'm going to go uh that sounds like we got a Kyle Laren on our hands. <laughs> you know, um if we finish this situation with getting a $3 million transfer fee that we keep 100% of, just like Orlando pulled with Kyle Aaron, I'd call it a win for uh, for Sporting <laughs> KC. 
that's um, not that's not a thing <laughs> it's not gonna happen no <laughs> yeah i don't know i've never really heard of this before this is strange i would guess and, and this is a total guess sporting kc basically has to give permission for him to go on trial because he's under contract with them so if they're like yeah sure whatever go do your thing we don't really want you anyway um, right and then if dallas wants him they obviously will have to pay some sort of fee to get him oh because God. he's still under Somebody contract. Somebody tell us what happened, please tell us. But I, I was reading the Dallas uh, sort of story they put up about him, and and the FC Dallas coach Oscar Perea said, um, you know, Ellis is quote someone who already has experience, being young still, who knows the league and knows the system. All of those things are a bonus for us to have someone who can come and give us that privilege to see him. Um, that sounds like they're seriously looking at this, and blah, I wouldn't blah, be surprised blah. if this. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if this ends with a move, if, as long as Ellis doesn't lay an egg in the FC Dallas um, preseason. But uh, as long as he doesn't punch Oscar Pereja in the face, that too. Because uh, that's what I he would does. Recommend, I would. Re- well, if he does, I I would venture to guess he's probably not going to get a contract with FC Dallas. But probably not. I don't know. They do need uh, some defensive support, some depth, I guess. They don't have Walker Zimmerman anymore because he's out to LAFC. Um, that is true. Okay. Not that Ellis would, would start. I would be shocked if he did, but uh, he's got experience. So, look, I don't well, have anything. Clearly, he still wants to play. I mean, it's just so weird to me. Like, I'm, I'm going to go try it with this other team. I'm sorry, dude. I just need a little transparency here. I need a full disclosure. I need you to tell me why you're not with us anymore, all right? We loved you, Kevin. We loved you. And we, we did. We, we praised you, man. You were hometown hero at times. and Homegrown. And now you crapped on our hearts, Kevin. You crapped on our hearts. Yeah, man. I so it just tell like us, you're you pulling know? Back the, uh, I thought you were pulling back the Scottish accent there for a second. You I, crapped I, on I, our you hearts. Crapped, you crapped on our hearts. <laughs> Johnny Russell. Um, Just tweet at us, Kevin. Let us know, man. At no other pod. Let us know what happened. Yeah, Kevin. I know you're listening. Um, probably not. But <laughs> I just I, I need to know, dude. I can't have this uncertainty in my life. I need to know. Um, I LAFC need to know. S- <laughs> LAFC signed a guy today named Mark Anthony. By the way, Mark Anthony. Um, <laughs> he uh. Different Mark Anthony, but they did. LAFC did sign a Mark Anthony. So if that's oh, not man. his intro song whenever he comes in the game, then what are uh, you doing, LAFC? Or if he scores should, or something. Man, when he when they do a hat tip video, it should be to that song. So oh, that's phenomenal. I'm just saying, they should you know hire us as marketing consultants. We tell them stop oh, doing absolutely. hat tip video and um, give Latif a hat tip video, or just free Latif, send him back here. Um, save him he's so scared Um, I don't have anything to say on that matter (laughs) Um, so yeah I don't know we'll see Um, I still don't know what happened with Ellis other than there was a disagreement so dude you're not asking the right questions Jimmy you're in front of (laughs) you're in front of Peter Vermees you can ask the right questions all all you had to say when he's like yeah well it was my idea to put in a barber chair and you go what happened to Kevin Ellis Kevin Ellis couldn't use the barber chair anyway. It's not well, a that's, selling that point was for your, Kevin Ellis. That was your opportunity, man. Just blurt it out. <laughs> yeah, I should have. Kevin Ellis couldn't use it. 
now see, I'm worried that Peter Vermees will ban me like he banned Kevin Ellis. And well, I don't want to go to Dallas. Back. You just come back with a fake mustache. Duh. Oh, yeah. True. That's true. It, it Freaking works duh, dude. I should have consulted you first. <laughs> Absolutely. I've got a ton of mustaches. There you go. Um, I don't want to know what you use those for. That's um, not creepy or anything. <laughs> so, yeah. Kevin Ellis to Dallas. Probably. We'll see. Um, maybe it'll happen by the time you're all are listening on Wednesday. I don't know. Um, That's crazy. But we also had some more preseason action. Um, Sporting KC's undefeated in the preseason. Um, yeah, have you watched these games? Uh, you know, I would, except yeah. they're, like, apparently top secret. They're like, not need streamed. Super secret clearance to be able to see them. Like, media Bunch members aren't even allowed to go watch them in Arizona. Like, Chad Smith from Blue Testament lives in Arizona, was going to go, and he couldn't. So, sorry, Chad. Well, what the heck, man? I, I see, like, New England Revolution are streaming their preseason games, and I'm like, one, who gives a F? And two, why aren't we streaming ours? <laughs> Not Lee Wynn. He doesn't. No, um, he doesn't. But what the heck? They were like, they were streaming a friendly against some European club, and yeah. we can't even stream a, a, a friendly against an MLS club. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I don't know why. Um, they oh, did I was beat, fired up. They, yeah, they did beat Colorado uh, 2-0. Kyrie Shelton and Gerso scored. Um, That's pretty cool. They're undefeated in the preseason. Um, I dig that. Does it mean anything? You know what that means. What is, wow, look at that transition. What does it mean? <laughs> it means absolutely nothing. <laughs> well, there you go. Because um, we're, we're just trying things out, man. I mean, it really it doesn't mean anything at all. Yeah, I know that was actually one of the uh, the questions we got from, from Mansky. Um SKC have banged in eight goals in three games in the preseason. Is that a sign that we can start being less disappointed in the lack of a new prolific striker coming in? Or is the mm. quality of opponents not quite the same quality we'll see during the season? Uh, Good use. Good use of the word bang. I dig it. <laughs> thought you were going to go with uh, prolific, but it, that works too. No, no. I don't know what prolific means. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, dude, yeah, it's... That's a lot of goals. That's a lot of goals for for the amount of games, and uh, especially for this team. Again, it's just preseason, dude. It is just preseason. Yeah, I I think um, honestly, I think if I had to guess, and it's hard because again, we haven't seen anything because we can't because there's not streaming. Um, Wait till the Desert send, Diamond Cup. I think you're looking Chad at the 14th. Smith. Send Chad Smith one of your mustaches, and maybe that'll get him into oh. the secret scrimmages. Chad, but, I got a mustache coming your way. Let me know what size you are. <laughs> um, I think it's a little bit of this newfound attack. Like, I think Kyrie Shelton's going to be good. I think Johan Croize is bringing something exciting. I don't even think Johnny Russell or Gutierrez, like, obviously not Gutierrez, but I don't think Johnny Russell's been there because he just signed recently. So, um I don't know. I don't. I don't know how much it is of this n- new prolific attack. I think it is probably a lot more the quality of opponents. Just like one of our games was against the Phoenix Rising FC Trialists. Like not even right. the real Phoenix Rising. It's just not the same quality. <laughs> it's the fake, fake Phoenix, dude. Right. It's like the Phoenix C team. They um, spelled Phoenix with an F. 
um, and then look, Colorado, like even if it was Colorado starters, it's Colorado. So like you can't take much from there. They're awful, but it wasn't the Colorado star. I'm sure they, they played some, but I mean, just like sporting KC's having trialists and, and Marlon players. Did Marlon Harrison play? Ooh, that's a good question. Your boy. I do not. Not my boy. Yeah. See, uh, he's not really (laughs) your boy. That was sarcasm. Um, Nemesis. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if he played. Who knows where what he about is? What about that? Uh, you know that Courtney Ford, right? I think he's. I think he played. Yeah, he's good. Um, Courtney Ford. He's actually the cousin of one of my friends, dude, that I grew up with. Oh, for real? That's cool. yeah. It's crazy. Uh, nice. See, look at us. We got we got connections everywhere. Connections all um, over, man. We we even know we know when jerseys are dropping. We know when players are getting signed. We we know some things. We do know some things. Um, Tim Howard did play, so I will say that. Um, oh, Seth Sinovic, cool. you know, oh, I thought it said Seth scored. I was like, that's not right. He apparently had a good shot. It was just uh, saved at the last second by Tim Howard. Um, I hate that you yeah, have to use I, your imagination because you can't get any highlights. You can't get anything. You have to read the transcript of the plays, and it's it's frustrating. It sucks. It sucks. Can I just get some highlights, dude? Some, like, high school quality highlights? You would think. Like, Jake Reed, president of Sporting KC. You're at the games. I know you're listening, maybe, hopefully. Periscope it. Let us oh, watch. He totally listens to us. You got that power. Rob, where are you at? <laughs> Periscope Come it. Come on, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> just, it's better Can you get than us nothing. some sideline views, please? <laughs> get us Instagram live. Come on, something. Oh my gosh. Um, Snapchat highlights. I'll take anything. There um, you go. Yes, dude. Even the Sporting KC marketing team could have been on Snapchat, you know, watching us bang in those goals. Yeah, see what I did there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um I don't know. So look, being undefeated is better than being winless. So we'll take that. Yeah, um, I'll take it. We'll take it for now. But I, I don't think there's a ton that you can probably take from this as meaningful for the regular season, especially since two of your big off-season signings aren't even there yet. So, in yeah, Johnny Russell and Gutierrez. So, well, like I said, wait till wait till the Desert Diamond Cup starts on Valentine's that's Day. That's not I what believe. it's called anymore. Oh, that's true, dude. It's the Mobile Sun Cup, right? Something like that. Yeah, the Mini Sun Cup or some shit. You you called me out on that last time, so that's I had true, to return the dude. favor. Man. <laughs> well, I'm not. I'm, we're gonna call it that anyways. But, oh, I am absolutely. <laughs> but no, wait, wait till we do that because it's kind of a competition, and they'll they'll take it seriously to a certain extent, and really start getting some guys some quality minutes. So let's let's see how that goes. For sure. Um, and that should start, I think, next week. I think. No, um, they, or is yeah, that a couple it weeks? Next Wednesday. Next Wednesday? Okay. So, yeah, about a week and a half from now. Um, we'll like uh, noon. We'll hope. Jeez. Oh, Come on now. <laughs> That's all right. I asked for the day off. <laughs> this is Valentine's serious. Day, it's dude. I got to prep uh, an amazing evening. Oh, there you go. There you go. You know, uh, <laughs> watch some preseason soccer with the wife? No, she's going to be working, I mean, but. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> That's why you record it and you're like, honey, 
our big Valentine's Day plans are watching the Mobile Sun, formerly known as Desert Diamond Cup. How am I going to record it? What do you mean? It's per- I don't know. I don't, I'm just I'm spitting. I don't have TiVo. Okay, well, if it's on YouTube, you could probably replay it. Maybe I don't know. Oh, there you go. I- um, it's all right, dude. Yeah. She doesn't pay attention to everything, anyways. When something good happens, I'm like, hey, hey, watch. <laughs> we scored. Watch um, this replay. And she's like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Hopefully, we'll we'll actually be able to watch some games in that cup. So we'll uh, we'll see see what the team's looking like. Um, there you go. They'll have a a full week and a half at their new training facility. So maybe that'll do some good. Um, Perfect. Hopefully, by actually. I think we know for sure we will have seen by then the new secondary kit. Cause oh, I hope so. You saw a tweet that Sporting KC tweeted before they deleted it, and you were able to screen capture it. Oh, no, um, no, Kevin Kevin Watkins shot it over to me, man. Big Kev. Thanks, buddy. Oh, he, uh, there you go. He showed it to me, and I was like, oh, snap, dude. I'm t- totally going to tweet this out. So, so we got a we got a couple of screenshots about this jersey thing. Um, we'll we'll go back a little bit before your screenshot. We'll get there. Um, I, I jumped the gun a little bit. Um, our our boy faithful listener Kyle Orenberg sends us a tweet and he's like, hey man, look what I just screen capped off Ilya's Instagram before he deleted it. And we're like, oh, that's interesting. And it's Ilya standing doing what looks like a marketing photo shoot in this all black kit. And it's kind of hard to see any detail, but it's black kit. It looks like it's got some silver or white stripes down the side. It's got the Ivy Funds logo on it. And my first reaction was, I don't know, that might be a training shirt. And then Kyle pointed out, and I think you you pointed this out too. No, no, no. It's got the MLS logo on the sleeve, and it looks like it's got two stars above the crest. They don't do either of those for training shirts. And I'm like, oh, snap. You're right. It looks pretty legit. this is the kit. I think this is the secondary kit. And then the screenshot you sent me that your guy screenshotted was someone tweeted at Sporting KC a day or two ago and said, "Hey, when are we going to uh when are we going to see the new kit?" And they wrote back, "This Thursday." And we're like, "Oh my god, it's coming out this Thursday." And then they deleted that real quick cuz probably someone said that and they weren't supposed to. Um, Dude, that's insane. Who's messing up here? First off, Ilié and we'll just call it hashtag <laughs> hashtag Iliagate. How how could he tweet that out, dude? Like that's a big that's a big no no, right? It's it's a pretty big uh, pretty big goof. Um, I don't know well, how then, long it took him to take it down, but right. And then go to Sporting's marketing team, and they just went ahead and shouted out that they're releasing it on Thursday to some random person that that asked on Twitter. What? Yeah. It's like the most anticlimactic way to reveal it. Um, yeah, I will I mean, say, I, okay. Yeah, Sporting KC, um, their their former social media guy was was awesome. He he moved on to a new job outside of sports this year, so I don't know if they have a new social person or not. It might be someone who's just trying to fill in and didn't know sure, the sure. rules. Um, but they tweeted it, then they deleted it. But we have no reason to think that's changed. We'll probably see a new kit this Thursday. It'll probably be black. Um, it was hard to see if there was any other detail aside from the black, but let's just assume for a second it's all black with the silver. What do you think? I dig. I mean, I, I absolutely dig. You like it? Yeah, dude. Okay. I, 
I, I, I, I'll, I'm going to get it either way, whether I like it or not. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I do like it. Yeah, I think, I think I like it. I think it caught me off guard because I was like, I, ha- I have such high expectations for Sporting KC's kits because they've been so amazing year after year after year. And they usually have something unique that when I see it and I'm like, ooh, a plain black shirt with th- some three silver stripes, like, that's different. Yeah, but that's not, the picture didn't it's, do it's it simple. justice. Well, that's the thing. I'm One, I bet the picture didn't do it justice. And two, I'm betting, knowing how good Sporting KC is at designing kits, there's some detail or some intricacy on the front that we can't see from this picture. Like, I, I would think. Um, oh, yeah. Like, one in a hundred jerseys has, like, a golden ticket or something. <laughs> and then you get to go meet <laughs> Willy Wonka. Um <laughs> You get to get your hair cut by Peter Vermees. <laughs> in the barber while, chair. While um, you play with Graham Zussi's dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't I, I think I was – it's just – it's strange if there's no blue in it. But maybe there's some, like, dark blue accents or something on there. I don't know. We knew it yeah, had to be dark be. because – yeah, we knew it had to be dark because they already have their light primary kit and – their secondary kit had to be some dark option, so when they play other teams with light kits, they can they can be able to tell who's who. Uh, well, and you know what though? I I do you ever use that Time Hop app on your phone? Yes, sir. So Time Hop is just a dumb app that lets you see things you've posted a year ago, two years ago, twenty, you know, fifteen years ago, and it's like it just lets you know how freaking stupid you were a decade ago. You know what I mean? So. Yep. A couple years ago, I guess I posted asking about the Sporting KC kit, and I was like, huh, so they didn't post it around this time then either, so it's really not uncommon that they haven't, you know, released, revealed the kit yet, but it's just we see everyone else revealing it, you know, Seattle has their garbage baby vomit kit released. Oh, it's awful. It's terrible. Dude, it's so bad. How are they? (laughs) I'm like, is it camo? Is it vomit? What 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 are you doing? It's something. I don't get it, but I it, we're we're gonna we're gonna up it. We're gonna up the game, and we wait because good things come to those who wait. Yeah, they. I mean, two years ago they did the Super Bowl commercial. I remember yeah, for the last cool. the last um, secondary kit. I don't remember. I know it was a commercial that they did last year because technically you and I were in it somewhere. Um, right, they the did background. it with uh, they did it with our podcast opening song by Radkey. That's right. Um, and you know what, Radkey gave us permission to use that song, by the way, people. So that's that's very freaking cool. That's legit. Shout out to Radkey. Um, I don't know if we've ever said su- that, but that's really sweet. We have a couple times, but go support Radkey. Cool uh, local band. Um, good music. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, Thursday. We're we're usually one of the later teams to to release the kit. So. It's it's not surprising. It just builds anticipation. Um, but you we'll mentioned see. you mentioned Seattle. You hated the the new Seattle kit. Um, I do too. Yeah. Are there any like... kits you've seen? Sorry, go ahead. What's up? Oh, I was just saying it looks like a it looks like a moldy dish rag. It does. It looks awful. Like the um, the material. I'm like, is that is that felt? What what is that? I don't know what it is, but it doesn't look good. No. Um are there any kits you've seen that you thought, hey, I actually like that? Um, there have been a few announced. I don't know if you've seen one that kind of jumps out to you. Um, no, not really, because to be honest, dude, a majority of them aren't even released yet. Like, 
we think they're releasing them like crazy, but there's still quite a few who have not. Yeah, there's still there's still you know more than half the league that needs to release their kits. Um, yeah. So I mean, ask me in a week, and I I, I might have a, a second favorite or something. Yeah, I I liked Columbus's black kit a little bit. Now I just got done saying, man, Sporting KC, it's just a, <laughs> an all black kit. I don't, I don't like yeah. that, but that's because I have such high expectations. Columbus's is just an all black kit with the Acura logo on it. So um, I guess I like that. Um, you like DC's Acura is cars of, is what it is. Well, I wish I could afford an Acura car. <laughs> um, DC had a pretty cool black kit that had some horizontal stripes on it that looked kind of cool. And then Portland had a clean white kit with a little bit yeah. of gold and green trim. And, and I kind of like that cool. one too. That looks fine, yeah. but I, what, what am I, where am I going to eat my mustard? I, I can't have a white kit and <laughs> eat my can't. mustard. Yeah, you never got the Reflect SKC kit or whatever that was, the white and silver? No, I did, and then I'm pretty sure I spilled mustard on it. Yeah, that's not, I'm And now everyone's just imagining me me eating like a, a pile of mustard, and that's it. <laughs> Which, I'll I mean, tell you what, I'll do it, because I love it. It's like a, that's called Wednesday night, right? I, I love mustard, so. absolutely. Talk to me tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, Thursday we'll see the new kit. Hopefully we, we'll, I mean, we'll retweet it. I'm sure y'all will see it, but we'll retweet it. We'll talk about it. So um, look for it on our Twitter. Um, we'll probably share we'll it on Facebook it. too. We'll buy it. Yes, sir. That we will. <laughs> um, not a lot of MLS league-wide news this week, especially compared to last week. Nah. Um, really, just a couple of things, and, and we won't really talk about them at length. I'll just mention them real quick. Um, DC United agreed to a deal to get former Atlanta United midfielder Yamil Assad. <clears throat> I don't know how many of y'all know about him or not. He was relatively young. He was a really good midfielder. He had like seven goals and 13 assists for Atlanta last year. Um, they were he, he was just on loan for them. So DC had to pay Atlanta $500,000 for his rights to then be able to loan him um, from his club. Uh so it was a little strange, but DC has him on loan. So DC's building a nice little squad. And then the other move was uh, Toronto FC signed um, defender Gregory Vanderveel, who is a Dutch international uh, player who his pedigree is amazing. He played for Ajax from 2007 to 2012, had 130 appearances for them, then is played for PSG. Ajax, yeah, that's how you say oh it. Oh my gosh, dude, I've been talking like the like the damn dish soap forever. Played for Ajax. Um, what an idiot! I'm I'm American. <laughs> God dang no, it! No, it's it's Ajax. Um, now PSG, so, I can pronounce that one. Played for Paris Saint Germain for uh from 2012 to 2016 for 89 games. So this dude, he's he's legit. Um, you know, then he went to to Fenerbahce and and uh. Cagliari over uh, the last couple of years, he, he only has 16 appearances since 2016 because of injuries. But, I mean, that's a pretty big signing. He's got 45 senior team appearances for the Dutch national team. Um, wow. I mean, he's a big deal. And okay. uh, Toronto, obviously, was the best team in MLS last year. And, and who knows? Maybe he makes their, their defense just a little bit better. Um, well, that's cool, man. I, I want to see them do big things in CCL, which we didn't really touch on. But that's starting this month, dude, CCL. Oh, it is. Are they in it? Con- I, I, yes, they are. I, 
They're in it, but not because of this most recent season. Correct. Yes, they're in it because it's... of their Canadian Championship last year. Yeah, it's it's. I hate I hate everything about this schedule. Like Sporting eh, it's, KC it's okay. qualified. Sporting KC qualified with our U.S. Open Cup win last year, but we're not in this CCL. We're in the 2019 CCL. Exactly. Um, it's crazy, but yeah. Well, that's, um, we'll talk more cool about as, that later. So. Yeah. Hopefully, you know, man, if anyone has a chance to win it from an MLS team, it's probably Toronto, and it's going to be dumb because they didn't even qualify because of MLS. So That's true, man. Uh, I don't know if that'll count as an MLS team winning it because of some weird technicality because they didn't qualify via no, MLS. No, it'll count. It'll count. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, again, just a couple more minutes here. I want to touch on... Ooh, uh, do you want to talk uh, about the, the Pinnacle some more? <laughs> let me tell you a little bit more about pinnacle no, no um, sorry go ahead no we got a, a few more questions um from our, our listeners to just finish it out um weston mcphee says if no striker is signed i believe they will slide daniel shallowy to a more familiar position of center forward slash striker um he always played in the middle at Swope rangers and youth teams and also with the national team play he wants to hear our thoughts um dude you, I love that idea. Okay. No, yeah, I love it, but I don't see Peter doing that. Yeah, he did it for Swope, but I see us going with a Carlton Belmar over over Shallowy at the front there. Yeah, I think the reason that he won't do it, even though he does play that position a lot for Swope and with the national team, is Peter was right. Shallowy and Rubio had this really good chemistry on the field last year, oh. and if Shallowy is playing center forward, then Rubio's not going to be on the field. Uh huh. I think Shallowy has a lot of potential. I don't think Peter wants to throw him into a full-time starter yet. So I think we'll see Shallowy come off the bench um, probably on that left wing a lot for Johnny Russell. He might be on the right side for Jericho as well. But look, I, I don't mind Shallowy coming off the bench because that's a quality attacking player that can come in late in games when you need a fresh pair of legs. Um, and if you need him to slide over into the striker position, he can. But I, I agree with you. I think he'll stay more on the wing because I think that's where Peter likes him. Yeah, so. it's wishful thinking, but I, I don't know if that'll happen. Um, another question. Aaron Geyer said, if you were the manager, what formation would you play with our current roster? 4-3-3 or something else? Um, what do you think? Do you think they're, they're going to stick with the 4-3-3? I mean, would we ever shy from that? I mean... No. Have <laughs> we ever shied from that? I, I'd love to no. see... Dude, I'd love to see a four four two with that like diamond in the middle, that that Jason Christ diamond, you know? Yeah. I mean, because you would have you'd have Croze at the top of the diamond, and you'd have probably maybe Shallowy and and Rubio up top there. That's what I was gonna ask. Who who would you have up aside Rubio? And it could be Shallowy because like we were just talking about their chemistry. So that's an interesting idea. I hadn't thought of that. If you were gonna do it, that's how you would do it. Um, I don't see us shying away from the 4-3-3, though. No, Peter said today, again, they're going to play a 4-3-3. I mean, I mean that's, that's like what he believes in. That's what works for them, and there you go. Right. And even without a new striker, 4-3-3 is probably what this roster is best suited for because Peter knew the whole time he was going to play a 4-3-3, so he's signing people to play in a 4-3-3. Exactly. Um, I mean, if you play a 4-4-2... You know, yeah, then you can get 
Croize and Ilya and and Gutierrez and Roger in there, but then either you got Gerso and Johnny Russell or both of them on the outs because then you got to get Shallowy in there. So it's just the way the roster's constructed. I think it's just going to stay a fourth a four three three. There you go. Which brings us to our last question from Austin Finkeldy. Hopefully I said his name right. Sorry, Austin, if I didn't. Um, with the roster where it stands as of right now, who's your starting eleven? Oh wow! So, okay. Have you had well, any chance to, to to think of that, or do you have an eleven that you you could throw out there? Well, yeah. Well, let's let's do it together here. I mean, you got. I mean, your back line's going to be easy, you know, with Melian. The defense goal. is set. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we talked about this though. From left to right, are we in agreement with Sinovic, Opara, Beisler, Zusi? Yeah, I think so. That's how they did it okay. last year. And if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And I told you, I, I said, I think Madronda can come come fight Sinovic for that position, but uh, it'll it'll be interesting. I, I think, like you said, he wants Madronda up in the middle of the field more. Yeah. I think you're 100% right there. Um, so you got Ilya in the middle of the field. Yep, holding mid, defensive holding mid. Holding mid. And, I, dude, I think you're going to have – I think you're going to have Roger and, and Krause on there. That – if I were a betting man, is what I would put my money on right now. Yeah. The only question I would have is if Gutierrez comes in and just lights it up, he could push Roger for that spot. But Roger knows the system so well, is such a good leader, is going to be on fresh legs because it's the first game of the year. And I think there is a lot to be said for having someone with Roger's experience on the field with all of the younger and newer faces that are probably going to be in there i don't think peter cannot put roger in there on day one so, right uh, and then you think striker is going to be rubio probably it's it's not going to be shallowy and and there's no one else right now so and it's the two be wings rubio. two wings are what gerso and uh russell yeah i think gerso on the right and johnny russell on the left so probably. that gives us uh, a 4-3-3 with melee and goal Sinovic, Opara, Beisler, Zussi, backline, uh, Croise, Roger, and Ilya in the midfield, and then Rubio up top with Russell and Gerso on either side. I mean, that's not bad. I like it. That, so. Yeah, it works. And uh, it's it'll be interesting to see if that changes at all. I mean, if we're absolutely correct, that's that would be pretty cool. Then we're geniuses, and we just absolutely. broke something else. Oh, we're newsbreakers. So, <laughs> well, man, we're at an hour, and I only spent a third of it talking about Pinnacle. So, um, <laughs> you, got, you got anything else for our, our good listeners? Just just the main stuff, guys. Um, iTunes ratings and reviews, please. Um, head on there. Give us five stars. Tell us your, your biggest takeaway from the pod. Tell, leave us a fun note or whatever, and... Uh, you know, follow us on Twitter at no other pod at jcmac03 at Dan Couser. No other pod on Facebook. No other pod at gmail.com. Right? Did I cover all that? I believe you did. You are on cool, top man. of it, sir. Yeah, guys, thank you so much for uh, hanging out with us again for another week. We're excited to bring this um, to you every week. We're really having fun doing it. So thank you again. Yep. Thank you so much, guys. Can't wait to be back with you next week. We'll have a new kit. We're getting ready to watch some preseason soccer. So we'll talk to you all later. You all have a good week.
See ya. Peace. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.